Kristen. Hi. <laughs> how are you, my friend? I'm fantastic. Every week, I just love to see how it's going to go off. And nobody knows that there was actually a problem because you didn't, they didn't see the problem. But there was a problem. Never. I'll never know about it. Never. And every week, I, every week, I try to have a different background. Where am I tonight? <laughs> well, I do love that stained glass. I do. Thank you. Um, so, hi, my friend Nini. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. I am. Uh, I am cavelling uh, post a successful march that we had this weekend. Um, yeah. I was really proud of our our. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was really proud of our town. I was really proud of everybody that hit the streets. Um, I know it's it was complicated for a lot of people, especially with the pandemic going on. And yeah, a lot of hard choices had to be made. And I know that that is super controversial with um, and not without its own. Uh, so just to take this story, though, out yeah. a little further for those who don't live with you in this town and who might not have been watching last week. Well, I think everyone was marching last week. I think that's part of it. But yes, yeah, yeah, so please, please. in our in our very small town and in our very um, white community, even let's go there. Um, there was a rally and a, a walk and a, a protest, uh, a peaceful gathering of all things um, that really did have the town uh, a buzz for the past week or so. And I think a lot of people were nervous, and and rightfully, of course. But um, um, it all went off really beautifully and without a hitch. And I'm really excited tonight, especially because we've got two of the young women who are responsible for organizing the event. And I'm just so impressed with them both um, on so many levels. Their bravery, their unrelenting uh, spirits, you know, and not backing down. I think that they, there were a lot of obstacles that put in front of them. Um, some rightfully so, honestly. I mean, we are clearly in the middle of a pandemic, as you said, but let's just cut right to it and let's get Megan on right away so we can just talk to her. Um, this is Megan Tornatori. She's a, a graduate of North Shore High School, class of 2017. She lives, uh, she, she's originally from Glen Head, New York, but she's now up at SUNY New Paltz where she's uh, a, a senior, going into her senior year. And no less, of course, I don't think this is a coincidence, Nini, she is a soccer player. <laughs> that, I knew there was a reason. <laughs> I knew too. I knew there was a reason I loved her right away. Right, when I heard that you had soccer practice, Megan, or a soccer meeting, Nini and I were on a women's team here in, in our town for several years, and many of us were definitely way past our prime as far as playing soccer, but we gave it our all. Um, and we always were looking for young ringers for the team. So I was, I got really excited at the thought of maybe we could have recruited you, but you actually were already, we had a disband. There was just too many injuries, but anyway. <laughs> well, that's great to hear. I got some soccer players. <laughs> that's right, right here in the town. There were a lot of Glenhead moms on the team too. Don't make no mistake. There are a lot of really yeah. seriously hard playing Glenhead ladies that joined that team. Um, anyway, the reason we have you here tonight is not to talk about soccer, though we will have you back sometime, I'm sure, to talk about soccer. Um, we're here to talk about the amazing event that you pulled off. Um, and I want to hear about what, what inspired you, obviously. 
Um, and just a little bit about you, Megan. Tell us. Tell us about you and tell us about what you did this weekend. Right. Um, well, first, thank you guys for having me here. It's great. Um, it, it honestly started, I think, I on social media, you see so many posts and people sharing their opinions and it's, it's overwhelming, you know, you're seeing these things. And for me, I, I've been changing the way I use social media and how I use it and very conscious of what I post and why I post things. And right. for me, it was like, I didn't, I, it was just, it was weird. And I didn't know what, I didn't know where my voice was, but I came back home from New Paltz and I was home this past Monday. And I was just like, what, what can I do? And I looked at my community and I looked at, it's a majority white community and we're people who need to understand this and what's going on. And I mean, why not gather the community? And then the first thing I did is I texted Olivia that night because I saw Olivia was so active on social media and was really giving me so much information about it amongst other people, just what I should be reading, how I should become informed. And I said, let's do something in our town. Let's, let's do a walk. I'm thinking a March and we rally people together. And I made the, I think I made the Facebook page the next Tuesday and then me knowing very little about how to organize a march and permit, <laughs> yeah. people coming at me from all angles, the police department mm. down the sea cliff, you need a permit. Uh, can you push this back a week? And I, I just remember like definitely a frantic week about what did I get myself into? But yeah, I'm so happy I got myself into it because I was able to learn so much from an organizing standpoint, understanding what the black community is going through right now. And, about legislation, more about politics, and it's been yes. such a great learning experience. Yeah. And I'm continuing to learn now and just network with Long Island for Justice is a group. Mm-hmm. Long Island Youth for Justice, I, I mess up so many names, but yeah. I'm working with them now and again, just becoming more educated. So I am grateful the Line Cove Democrat, I, I'm sorry, I'm so poor with names, but um, Next Generation Democrats and Glenn Cove reached out, Ally Against Hate reached out, and the, they actually helped um, organize the event with me and just networking with officials, um, legislative officials in Glen Cove to come speak and um, people to come speak at the event and help me organize. So it was really a collective effort. So, so and, uh, as well. Just so you know how fast news spreads. On Tuesday, the day that you created the event, I had a couple of uh, friends over for a social distance porch hang. It was actually the first time we've done anything of the sort this entire pandemic. And while we were sitting on the porch, one of my friends said, did everybody see this event that's happening here? It's happening in Seacliff. They're having a rally and a march. And I was like, what? Like, I, I mean, I was wondering. I, it, it didn't make any sense to me at all that there hadn't been one already, in my opinion. And I was sort of surprised one hadn't. But then I also was thinking, you know, there is a pandemic going on. So obviously, um, maybe people are thinking along those lines, which obviously we were anyway at this event. But I was so happy to see. But all of us were like, who's this Megan Tornatori? <laughs> who is she friends with? How do we know her? Right. We were trying to figure out which friends we had in common. <laughs> then we realized that you were from the North Shore class of 2017. So you were actually more likely to be friends with our friends' kids than with any of us. Um, But how soon after that? I think we ended up in touch with each other, right? I I forget how that all even transpired. I think that was Wednesday, 
I don't know. All that was like a big blur that week, but it. Yeah. You guys messaged me. I was talking to the superintendent at North Shore, trying to possibly host there was a part of it. But um, yeah, it ended up working out. Glen Cove. I mean, and not only did the location work in Glen Cove, but just two communities coming together: Seacliff, the North Shore High School community, and then the Glen Cove community. Two different diversity scales on, on two opposite ends and what like what a collaboration it just worked out so well and just for yeah. those communities to come together definitely and i think you did an outstanding job you, it, i think sometimes the less you know the better off you are because you just kept putting one foot in front of the other I, I sort of felt like i was watching it happen in real time over text message with you i think we might have had a couple of phone exchanges too right. um and I knew, I knew you were going to pull it off. And I definitely didn't, I didn't want to get too involved. I, didn't, I knew if you needed us, you could use our name and do it. But I'm so glad that you didn't have to really in the end, because I wanted you to have, you should, it was all about you and your friends really doing something that matters. And what, what we're all about, Girls Rising, is about supporting and celebrating those moments. You know, we, we don't, of course, we're going to attend on our own and, and want to be a part of it, but we want to celebrate you for what you've done. And I'm so glad that you could make it on tonight so that uh, we can, so everyone can meet you and know who you are. Cause I think a lot of people, there was a lot of talk. Who is this? Whose kid is this? What are they, you know, who are these people? And so I'm really glad that people are going to have a chance to see your awesome shining face and know who you are because what you did this weekend was so beautiful and uh, powerful for everyone who was there. I'm getting the feels and the and tears in my eyes right now, Nini. I know you agree. Yeah. I um I also want to say that I just think it's astounding that uh we all knew something needed to happen. We all silently, maybe not so silently, we're posting, we're doing whatever we think we can. And it took uh someone like uh, Megan and Olivia, who we're gonna bring on in, in in a moment, who are our youth, who are, you know, really the 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 next generation of change. And it is because of people like you, uh, Megan and Olivia. Um, uh, I'm just, this is why we created Girls Rising. And you know what? In this instance, you girls were the inspiration for us to get motivated, to to stay on top of it and to not give up. And because of your thoughts and your ideas, you created something incredible. And I, for one, am incredibly grateful that there was a platform that I could join instead of being the creator of it. You guys did it. You girls did it. Um, with that, I know that Megan has to jump uh, because she's got stuff to do. Can we go have a couple minutes with Megan and Olivia yeah. at the same time, and then we'll throw Megan out? You got it. You got it. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say as long as I can say as long as you guys want to ask questions or keep okay. the conversation going. Okay, great. Well, this is, I wanted to bring in Olivia because she is another um, source of inspiration, another young woman who is just so full of fire and uh, so smart and so eloquent and what a great writer. Um, let's bring her in. Olivia, there you are. So Olivia. great to have you. Hi, thanks for having me. So Olivia Knox graduated high school 2017 North Shore with our friend Megan here. Yeah. Uh, were you two like best friends in high school too? Have you grown up together? Tell us, what's the deal? Um, we were, we were friendly. best friends, but we were friendly all throughout middle school and high school. So yeah. it was really great to see Megan reach out to me and text me about 
putting this all together. It was really inspiring. Yeah. So, you know, Olivia, I'm curious. Let's just get right to it. Yeah. You, as a black woman in this community in particular, the North Shore community, what's that like? Tell me, what's it been like for you? Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, it's been pretty hard and I'm, I'm kind of coming to terms with it now, realizing like being out of the community, how hard it was. Um, you know, growing up, I never saw any familiar faces, any familiar skin tones as me in that school district. I was the only African-American in my grade. Um, there was, I think one female below me, but other than that, I didn't know anyone close in age to me. So that was really hard. Um, there was a lot of microaggressions and oftentimes like it's kids not even knowing that they're doing that. Um, so that was really hard to deal with just because like, I didn't really have anyone to turn to besides my family. Right. Um, yeah, like no one really could relate to me. So I always counted on my family, like my brothers, my sister, they really helped me, my parents, obviously. Um, but yeah, I would say there's been a lot of microaggressions and just people acting on racism and not even knowing it. Often yeah. that's what I have found from this district. Yeah, they don't even know what's happening. So what would yeah. be, can you give us an example or oh, you don't yeah. have to, but any, <laughs> any examples would be great to hear. Um, so it started in elementary school. I would be told my hair could be my pillow, that I didn't even need a pillow to sleep on. I could yeah. use my hair. Um, people coming up to me asking if my hair is real, if they could feel it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like one. stuff like that. It kind of like brings a little black girl down when yeah. you don't have anyone else who has that hair like you. And I even, I was so insecure that I even chemically dyed my hair right. in middle school to be pin straight. Yeah. And after I did that, I'm just like, I'm damaging my hair right. because people around me are making fun of it. Like that's not who I am. So right. yeah, that was pretty hard. It was mostly about my hair and just people saying the N word. And obviously in that district, like yes. not many people who have any right to use that word. Right. So just those two are the main that yeah. really with me. Um, I wanted to point out that Olivia um, wrote an article in the Marist Circle. Uh, I'm actually putting it in our chat here in the so people can click on it. Um, so it'll be in the chat there. Um, but something that 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 I saw was your black friends felt unsafe in a predominantly white school or an mm -hmm. environment. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I just think it's so important. Yeah. So um, the incident that happened that led to me writing that article for the mayor's circle, um, there was a post going around on social media by a mayor student um, using the N-word with the hard E-R. Um, so that's a derogatory term you know, anyone shouldn't be using that form of the word. So that automatically struck me the wrong way. And seeing that it was from a white female who had no right to be using that word, to be calling fellow white people that word, it just did not sit right with me at all. So um, a couple of my friends reached out to me, did you see that? Like, 
in uproar as we have a right to. Um, so we were just talking and it's kind of like, we feel unsafe because the Maris administration is kind of brushing under the rug. And it's kind of like backwards because if you go on the Maris website, four out of the six pictures are of African-American students. When in reality, if you look at the demographics, only 7% of the student body is African-Americans. So it's kind of like, we feel unsafe. We feel like we're being used as a marketing strategy for yeah. their diversity on campus. Um, but the unsafe part really comes from Maris just kind of letting this girl slide by using that. And it's not the first time, um, even at parties and even in classrooms, like I've heard multiple stories of that same type of incident at Marist through my past three years here. Um, so yeah, that's basically why we feel unsafe because nothing is really happening to show the Marist, the Marist black students that the administration cares for them, that right. they hear us. And they'll protect so, you. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's like, um, with everything going on, you know, people seeing people like you get murdered, it's traumatic. And for the school to not even send out any health and wellness announcements, anything, but they still continue to send out like their golf tournaments. It's just right. stuff like that that makes us feel uncared for, unsafe on campus. Right. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, mm-hmm. I think your voice. And and all the voices that are that are I hope are that are speaking I just hope they're being heard um, mm-hmm. because I know that I hear them I hear you, thank and you. and thank you for for being who you are and for being this incredible woman. Um, you. You're going to change the world. And I, yes, you both are. You know, can we just quickly? I want to bring on the James sisters because they're two young ladies who were at the event that you two created, and I'm sure it meant everything to them. So. These two young ladies that we're bringing on now are, hi ladies, this is, this is Alina and Alina James and their mom, who I only know as their mom, who I've met before. And so she's their mom and she's awesome. And Alina and Elena, they were Girls Rising grant recipients a couple of years ago when they were in eighth grade and now they're at Glen Cove High School. And I just wanted, we wanted to hear from you guys. These two ladies that are sitting here with you on the, on the show tonight, they're the ladies who created the rally and the event that happened in your hometown in Glen Cove. So I want to hear from, right? Exactly. <laughs> How awesome was that? How great was that event? It was, it was awesome to see our community come together for something so important. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a pretty like incredible event to go to, especially considering the fact that like, in Glen Cove, no one really talks about anything. So it, it felt like a topic that would have been like swept under the carpet. I felt like we didn't have like a protesting or two. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, yeah. that was incredible. From the time you got there, all the, with the walk through, the vibe was really incredible. And this, the sense of support um, all along the way, there were just, all through Glen Cove, all through Seaport. I mean, there, was, there were people lining the streets. There were supportive t-shirts. There were people that had gone through the trouble of having coolers and uh, water and drink and snacks. And there was, 
I there was actually a point, there were two points, I don't know if you guys remember where they were actually serenading the marches. There was a household that mm-hmm. had um, loudspeakers and C-clip playing what's going on. Yeah. And then in Glen Cove, there was a second household with loudspeakers playing out on the street, Lean On Me. And it, the vibe was just incredible. The support, mm-hmm. I was so thrilled with, there were people that had their young children. Um, like people with babies and strollers, when you're a mom, you know what that's about. It's like, okay, I, I take the stroller with the baby everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but there were people with young kids. And, and that kind of made me feel like, so we are moving forward. It's not just that kind of passive, oh, I don't feel racism. And it's like, that's nice. Right. But that's like saying I have money in the bank and I don't use it. Right. It, it's not enough just to not feel racism, not to feel racist. You have to use your privilege is a word that kind of gets slammed a little bit, but you have to use that position to help move things forward. You know, and so it was yeah. really lovely. I'm I'm sorry, I'm freezing up on us. Oh, I really wanted to know what she was going to say. <laughs> you froze up on us right there. Oh, I mean, it was just really an incredible, lovely vibe. And I'm so glad that my girls, actually four of my six were there. And I'm glad they got to be there. And None of I didn't have to ask any of them if they wanted to go. They all decided yeah. on their own, which was like very cool. I love that a lot. Good. Just just to add on to that is that the community coming together just from seeing this from start to finish is like the more the day that we got there around like 1:30, and people that we didn't even organize with coming with water bottles, coming with snacks. We had an immense amount of water bottles and even not even knowing on the on the path on the map is that people had water stands for us and people on the sides of Clifton Park and the music playing as well. It's just to see so much unplanned, but how the community came together. And even those who were uncomfortable with so like with the pandemic going on and social distancing, like they found a way to do a part. And people coming up earlier and say, hey, I'm not comfortable marching, but I wanted to do my part. And like, I want to know that. I want you guys to know I support this with a case of water. And it, I, that I thought was just amazing. Right. You know, for me, it gave me, speaking personally, it gave me an opportunity days before um, to make signs with my kids. And as we made signs, we talked about, well, what do you want your sign to say? And we looked at other marches and we looked at other signs and it became this breeding ground for questions and for thoughtfulness. So we didn't just show up. We, we lived into it or, or we grew, let me say, we grew into the march because it afforded us the opportunity to really talk about why we were going, talk about what we wanted our signs to represent because what did we want our community um and our community members, and then the marchers to know that we felt for them and what we wanted to participate um, like. So it, for me, it was 
again, I, I just can't say it enough how grateful I am that you, you women took the, the helm and created this incredible event. I know there were marches all over. I wasn't going to get to a march in Manhattan, not with the pandemic and not with my kids. And this created an incredible opportunity um, all around. Um, so uh, I feel like the James family um, in that it gave me an opportunity to grow and to share and to, to be open. And to do more than just say, I'm not racist, because, you know, it just gave us an opportunity to show our support in a big way. I think it's important now more than ever that you all see that we're supporting you and that we, as as members, I'm a member of the LGBTQ community, and I could scream my head off for equality, but it wasn't until I had your support and you saying, it's okay to be gay, there's nothing wrong with that, until I had the straight community and the allies supporting us. And I don't wanna say it's the same thing because it's not even close. Because you know what, I could get away with being gay if I had to, I can just pretend I'm not or say I'm not, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have that option. So every day of your life, it's, it's who you are. And it exists in our culture. It's so deeply ingrained in this country and in the way people think. And I am now just ticking, like tick it off, tick it off. Every time I see it, every time I think it, I go, there it is, there it is. It's that racism that exists here that most of us are so tone deaf to. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I'm grateful for the, these, these moments and being able to share this time with all of you to talk about what it's been like, you know. Um, the Jameses, were you able to hear Olivia discuss her article that she had written for Maris? Could you hear her before you guys came on? Yeah. Um, I'm curious what it's like for all of you, if you'd be willing to share what it's been like in Glen Cove, um, uh, going to Glen Cove High School. I know that it's a fairly diverse school. I went to Glen Cove myself. Um, but what, what's your experience been like as young black women growing up in Glen Cove? Um, well, yeah, it's more of like, there are a lot of like microaggressions, but I mostly felt those while I was in middle school. A lot of the time it was like, people wanted to touch my hair and like put their fingers in it and they're like, oh my God, like it's so different, you know, things like that. Um, yeah. People have, like, when you get passionate about something, people automatically assume that I'm angry, so I'm like the angry black woman in my class. Mm-hmm. Like, so- yeah. We'll give their mic a second to cycle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, got, you, you were frozen for a moment. It seemed like you might have been getting angry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was our guest last, uh, last week, Tanya Boyd-Cannon, who was saying um, that uh, when she got passionate, people thought, oh, she's getting angry. And she's like, that's just my chest voice. <laughs> just my chest voice. Um. So, Kristen, we are getting um, close to time, and I know um, we need to yeah. get Megan, let Megan go. But, um, Megan, why don't we let you go and get to your stuff, and we're going to bring in um, our last guests who are organizing also in our community. And, Kristen, it looks like you have something to say. I was going to say quickly, Megan, before you split, um, just I think all of us want to thank you and let you know how proud we are of you and so glad that you're part of our community. Um you did good, and it was really an honor um, for all of us to be able to share that day with you and Olivia. Um, and if there's anything else you want to say before you go. 
Yeah, just thank you guys for having me as well. Um, and just so you guys know, we're the group that was organizing, we're planning to do more this summer and it doesn't stop after the march and we're trying to get possibly an open mic, maybe a movie night where we could play some informative movies about black nice. history. And we're definitely trying to keep the connection within the community, the discussions, keep keep them happening. So right. um, stay tuned. Okay, so good. And always know that any way that we can help you here at Girls Rising, whether it's to promote something, anything, you got us. So we'll, right. we'll be in touch. Stay in touch with us, please. I'll keep you guys back in the for sure. All right, take care. Right. I know. Thanks, Megan. Bye. Bye. Did you All just right. hear the Jameses out too? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a mad woman on that thing. There's hey, anytime. Anytime. <laughs> It's one of the best parts for me of the show is Nini controlling everything and everyone getting tossed in and off the screen. Anyway, so ladies, um, are we going to bring Mr. Grassroots on for a second? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. There. So we've got Rob and Amy here as well from Grassroots. I don't know if you all have been to Grassroots up in Glenhead. Have any of you eaten up there? Rob and Amy are the owners of Grassroots. There are a couple of people who live in our community who are two of the, the biggest do-gooders on planet Earth. I know you were both at the event this past weekend, weren't you? We were. We were. Yeah. What did you think? It was so uplifting, I, I can't even say. And Olivia and Megan, you guys are amazing, seriously, because this is these are the moments in life that are so altering and so impactful and i thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this because you brought it to our community and we needed to do that so thank you for that yes of course definitely so olivia uh, we watched you grow up yes and first of all you are magnificent i, thank I mean you. in every single way just to hear you speak so eloquently i think uh kristen said oh my gosh you know it really brings chills to me to watch who you've become and and ladies thank you for bringing um the these people to our world uh here it's incredible yeah. and what you did oh my gosh this is just a little blip on what we are as as a community and as a world um amy and i quite frankly we teetered on not walking and, and uh, certainly not because of the cause, certainly not because of mm -hmm. the cause, the cause is the cause. And, and thank God you did this and thank you for doing this. But because of the pandemic, we were very concerned, quite frankly. Uh -huh. And, you know, we all have to do our part. We all have to speak. Um, and we certainly are, you know, our first, our first line of defense was to call all of our Brown and black people in our lives and say, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Because this is not okay. Are you okay? And that's the first, the first step. Um, but then, you know, we, it, it came by our house and we looked up and we like, we got swept in, man. Oh, yeah. um, and, and, and it was just, it was amazing. 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 So, so yeah. Oh my God. I mean, chilling, yeah. amazing, and thank you. Uh, so, Olivia, your family is such an integral part of, of our community. Mm -hmm. um, whatever color you are, 
I couldn't care less. Yeah. Your family is in, is integral. And you know that. I mean, yeah. You know that. You know, you had no choice in knowing that. Um, but we got swept up in that and, and we walked it. And, and, you know, what I loved is the peaceful, calm, amazing grace that this, this walk had. Um, and that the empowerment that was there, it was just there. It was, it was incredible. So thank you for doing this. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, the reason we have Rob and Amy here, obviously, is because I knew, first of all, Rob would gush to death over the event, and I wanted you to hear that praise. I want, that's why I had the Jameses on, too. I think you deserve to feel that um, for all that you've Absolutely. done. Absolutely. I mean, and thank you thank to the you. James family and just everyone Definitely. who watched. I mean, it was just an uplifting moment. We and don't know you, but we want to. So, <laughs> well, so, so Rob, just so you know, the year that we had the Girls Rising Awards at the Firehouse in Glenwood Landing, the year that you yep. brought so much food that Carney mm. Wilson almost died on your chicken salad, these two ladies won the Girls Rising, the Joan Jett and Melissa Etheridge Grant Awards. They got those awards um, based on these essays that they wrote that would have just ripped your heart out of your chest. These are two of the hardest working, at the time, the hardest working eighth graders you ever met. Now they're sophomores at Glen Cove High School and they're on their way to doing big things. So I just wanted to check in with them, especially during this time, like you said, to be sure the black people, our black friends in our community are doing well and I, I knew they had been at the march and I definitely wanted to be sure these two young ladies had a chance to see Olivia and Megan and know those women. Um, the reason we're having Rob and Amy too is because talk about people that's like a laundry list of good things that they've done good deeds. Um, these two are supporters of Girls Rising. Um, they feed everyone at our festivals every year like so much food you could just you could live, you would never go hungry at a girls rising music festival because Rob and Amy have like stopped us with everything right. we could need. They're so amazing. But they're also um, well, first of all, you also run Casa, right? Which is you could talk about that quickly, but then also this other awesome thing you're doing, uh, feeding the frontline workers during COVID-19, right? So talk about that really quickly, Rob, so everyone knows what you're up to. So um, our daughter, Lily, is uh, a frontline worker. She's an ICU nurse at Northwell, Manhasset. And we just didn't know what to do. So we realized that they're working tirelessly and, and it was just incredible. And, and what we know how to do is feed. So mm -hmm. we fed. And, <laughs> you know, you know it, was, it was what we know how to do. So um, people would come into the store and, and they want to help, they want to help, they want to help, and they didn't know how. And they were throwing money at us. So so we said, Let, let's figure out the best way to accept this and help as many people as we can. Yeah. So Amy and I started doing this, this uh, Jerry Lewis-like telethon, and no one's old enough to understand that. I am. Do you know Antigone <laughs> Rising? We've actually performed on the Jerry Lewis telethon. No, you didn't. Are you kidding me? Oh, How did you do that? You were like five. Things, very few things we haven't done. Oh, I'm going to Google that. And I Kristen, can't wait to see that. And Kristen, Kristen was, yeah, you were very pregnant. And it was, uh, it was <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, my God. I think you need to come back on the show and we need to show that. Let's talk about that. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so we started this telethon, and Amy and I have been characters of every couple you could possibly imagine. We're not done with this yet. We raised twenty-five thousand dollars, and we basically have been feeding the frontliners. And now the next phase of this, which we're going to start next week, is um, and this is a plug for you guys. You need to help us. Um, we're taking donations of artists and and artisans to give us uh, art pieces of artwork and 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 um, what's the other thing? Oh, like uh, services. Services, and we're going to auction them off, and we're going to take that money and feed more. And Absolutely. last week we fed. Um, you know, we just figured people are getting tired of just giving money, so now they're going to get something for their money. And we're going to use that to feed more, um, because you know what? This pandemic is not finished. Mm. You know, we're, it's not finished. Yeah, I mean, I the spikes that we've seen the last week—I was just telling you, Kristen. Are you uh, talking about in New York? You're making me—is it in New York? No. Yeah, everywhere. Not else, New York yet, but I know. Soon. Oh, obviously. But hold I on, mean, hold on. Let's bring it back in for one yeah. second. Rob, how can people contact you uh, if they want to get involved? If they want to donate? So they can go onto our website, grassrootsme.com. G-R-A-S-S. -S -S. Me. me. Like, what are you going to do to me? You're going to grassroots me. Dot <laughs> com. All right. That's a thing. Uh, or Thanks. you can call us at 671-1616-516. 671. Um, 671 what? So at 1616. And just out of curiosity for all those millennials out there, what does it mean to call someone? It's, it's, you know, use your telephone. You dial. See this thing, you know how you text on it? You can actually talk into it. That's what you need. So you go like this, hello. You can talk. You can, you, can, you can text me too. People do that? Uh, is that you a text number? 671-1616. That's a phone. That's a hard line. That's a phone. That's a I'll cell phone. Number. Cell, I'll give you my cell number too. I could do That's that. That's like an old fashioned Anyway, thing. so we've been looking at, at, thank you for putting that up, Mimi. Um, you know, whatever, honestly, whatever, you, however we can all help together. It's it's like, we have to get into this big ball. And help well, you know what, just go to grassroots. <laughs> we just- yeah. we Go just to grassroots in Glenhead. Where are you? You're on Glen Club Avenue. Avenue. We just created this whole outdoor garden now, which is, really cool so you could sit outside we have little footsteps to show six feet we wear masks yeah. we eat not when we're wearing masks um and and uh antigone rising i'm sure is going to come and perform one day there <laughs> just trying to put that in there um my and, calendar and, is yeah. strangely open <laughs> we not anymore honey. wiped not out anymore. to 2021 <laughs> Um, Not anymore. Kristen, let's bring in um, Olivia and the Jameses and let's um, let's wrap this up. Parting thoughts for all. Yes, mm -hmm. bring them back. Yeah, let's me. do it. Rob, thank you for sharing. Thank you for Amy. what you're doing. And Amy, I'm sorry. Um, thank you thank for you. doing what you're doing. Um, we love you guys. Anything we you need you from too. us. Thank we you just have to you stick can. together. Honestly, we just have to stick together. And what you're doing yeah. is so enormous and so amazing. Exactly. And any time you need us, you don't have to figure it out. Yes. Is the answer yes? Whatever you do, yes. You guys are awesome, Can't and we are that. so supportive of everything you do. Thank, Thank you. you, everyone. Thank you. All right, <laughs> a little love fest going on here. Oh, I love so, it. So, 
Um, Olivia, what's your dog's name? Luke. 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 <laughs> Hi, Luke. Um, it's Rocky. He's sleeping. My, uh, Rocky. <laughs> James Posse, talk to us. Uh, we want to hear from you one more time before you go, because it's just so good to see your little faces. It is. Um, you're growing up before our eyes, and we're so proud of you. So give us some parting thoughts from you all. Alina, Elena, speak to us. Well, we just want to say thank you for helping the fighters on the front lines, and thank you, Olivia, for helping um, making a protest on Long Island. Yeah. 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 Now it's put them on the spot. What? But we we do appreciate everything, and and. Um, being on North Shore, there's not a lot of it. There's not a lot of chances for things like this because it, the composition is what it is, and 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 you know the vibe is what it is. And this is, as a parent, I'm very thankful. I grew up. My mother was very much an activist. The first time I was at a political whatever, I had to be five. But mm -hmm. kids are having very different lives, you know. Right, right. And this is wonderful. It, this this is really wonderful, and it's opening eyes and it's opening ears and it's opening hearts and it and it gives the girls a chance to see something other than complacency. Yeah, definitely. You have to articulate what what the change is, and the change has to start. It has to. It has to start. And and Antigone Rising or Antigon Rising, whatever you want to call it, you, you really. Just you know, call us late for dinner. You are always invited for dinner, just down the street. Um, seriously, the change has to just step, take one step, and put it in front of the other. And all of you are invited. Please come. You know, uh, James, people, come to us. <laughs> For a free meal, please just say, "Hey, I'm the James person." I won't necessarily know who you are until you tell me that. But come for a free meal. I'd love to see your beautiful faces and thank you for what you've done. You know, and Knox's, you're always welcome in my home. Always, I love thank you. Thank you. Um, really, and and just this, this, we just have to keep this yeah. because that's what it's about. You know, it's not about color. It's not about creed. It's not about sexual orientation. It's about keeping together. You know, we are in pandemic world right now, which is 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 taking us apart. The hardest part for me and Amy is that I can't hug and kiss you. Hmm. I can't wait to hug and kiss you, all of you. I can't wait for that day. I promise you I'm going to do that. It's I promise happen. you he will too. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia, yes. you're so awesome. We're going to want to have you back on, I think, because you're just a big bright light and you're right. awesome. Look at her. Thank you. Do you have any parting thoughts for us? Anything you want to say before we go? Because we're going to have you back, but just get your, get, get your last licks in right now. Yeah, I just want to thank you all for having me on this podcast and thank you all for attending the march. Honestly, when Megan came to me about this idea and I reached out to my brother and others who organized it. Um, we never expected the numbers that we saw. I couldn't believe you know? it. We never expected over 
a thousand people to come and support us in this community. And not only that, we donated 300 pounds of food to Island Harvest. So Amazing. we really helped out the community in more yeah. than one way. And my thoughts on that, we just need to keep going. We can't just have one march in this no. town and say, mm -hmm. oh, we did our parts. We support Black Lives Matter. No, it needs to continue. It's not it's not just something that, you know, you hop on when it's trending. It's right. been this way and it's going to keep being this way until people like us step up to make a difference in their communities. Yeah. And you know, it starts small. It starts small. We're not going to change the world overnight. We have to do what everyone can do. We all need to be doing our parts. So I think we all need to keep educating others who maybe you say ignorant things or just even if you see microaggressions, just, hey, inform them that they could be hurting someone. I think just small steps like that is really how we change the people around us, which then will have a bigger impact on our world, on our communities. Absolutely. So, everyone just keep educating and just keep spreading the same energy and the yeah. togetherness is really what we need. Um, I guarantee you that people heard you both, you all, Alina, Elena, and Olivia, speaking of your experiences as young black girls growing up in our communities, the experiences that you've been through, I know a lot of people got the message tonight and are hearing things that they probably never even realized would mm -hmm. impact you in that way. Um, and are having, you know, their own aha moments. Um, and and we're all gonna just, you know, we're here and we're excited to help you actually and right. to be a part of this movement that is really on the go right now. It's on yeah. the move. And we're happy to keep the ball rolling, right? You know, I wanted to say, um, Olivia, you said something that that um really resonated with me, and that is that when you organized, originally organized or we're organizing the march, you had no idea how many people were going to show up. Mm -hmm. And I think the key, and this is something that Girls Rising is front and center about, is being a game changer in the world and being the change that you want to see. And when you started organizing, you had no idea. But, yeah. but in doing so, you gave everyone the opportunity to participate in something that was larger than themselves, uh, that maybe they didn't have the gumption or the, the wherewithal to create, but given the platform that you created, everyone was able to come together. And I think conversations were started. I know conversations mm -hmm. were started. I know that Definitely. I know the Facebook posts were blowing up <laughs> with all kinds of good and bad. And I think, you know what? I think it's necessary. I think get all yeah. that bad stuff out and, get all that positive in and um, you are the game changer. And that is um, again, you know, you're going to change the world. You are changing the world. And, and I, I am in awe of you and, and so inspired. And I think the March gave people the opportunity to start talking about it. And now what we do is we keep talking about it and we mm -hmm. keep making those changes and we take it to the legislation and we really look for ways um, to go beyond the march that exactly. you started, that mm -hmm. you you gave beyond us that platform beyond the march. Just let us know what you need from us anytime, all of you. Me too, definitely. Yeah. Let's just you. all make a deal, everyone on this chat right now. Yes, 
Let's just take care. We <laughs> all got each other. Take right? care of each other. And all James, right. and James sisters, I know you're game changers because the James sisters, we know, we know that the future holds big things for you. We know that. So we uh, we have our eye on you as well. Stay involved, stay connected. Olivia, if you need these two young ones, you know where to find them, right? Yes, All right, definitely. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next Thursday. Thanks to all. Thank you. Thanks to Megan, too.